0: let's talk florida the gators have an ncaa issue caleb and it goes back to the most embarrassing nil issue that you could possibly imagine and that is a player showing up on campus say hey i'm ready to play oh by the way where's my nil check oh i'm sorry you don't have one that's essentially what happened to Jaden rashada why is the ncaa involved And I'll tell you why they should be involved. Go, Caleb.
1: So the NCAA's letter was dated back on June the 9th, and it was addressed to school president Ben Sass and states the NCAA enforcement staff has begun an investigation. Um, Names of investigators were redacted and Rashada technically wasn't mentioned. But the NCAA asked the school not to conduct its own investigation and said it would notify the institution soon regarding the projected timeline of the investigation. This was last summer. It's the second NCAA investigation in four years for Florida. They were put on probation um, under Dan Mullen for a one-year show calls for recruiting violations in 2020. And it deals with Jaden Rashada. Now, that's what we can kind of figure out. Basically, here's what's suspicious about it. Florida tried to keep this quiet. I don't know if you know this, Dave. Um, The only reason this came out, is because the Associated Press and the Tampa Bay Times had to get lawyers involved to file public request records under the Freedom of Information Act in October to try to find out that Florida was being investigated by the NCAA. So this looks just on the surface. The fact that Florida tried to keep it quiet suggests that this is way worse than it just seems on paper, right?
0: Uh, Yeah, okay, so here's the way a FOIA works. It's a Freedom of Information Act. You send in a... And listen, I've had Tennessee drag their feet on these things before, but you send in a FOIA request of certain things and you get them. Now, if they, if there's a timing issue, they can make up all kinds of excuses. One time we were looking for some information on correspondence between Roy Kramer and Philip Fulmer concerning Albert Means, and they drugged their feet and took about six weeks because they printed off pages of stuff that we had to read through, and it was awful. But there was some very insightful stuff in there. Um, so it's one thing to drag your feet, but how many months are we talking about between when the first FOIA request was sent in and when now that it's become available, six months?
1: Uh, four months between, okay, four months between the letter and the first FOIA request. And then three months between the FOIA request and it becoming available this over the weekend.
0: Okay, that sounds too long to me. Sounds too long to me. And here's why the NCAA, in all its glory, has an opportunity to make itself look a little bit better. Jaden Rashada ended up at Arizona State. Do you think he wanted to go to Arizona State when he had Florida and Miami all over him? I mean, that's sad. I mean, I know you I, I know you giggle, Caleb, but I, I know you're a good guy, too. I mean, the guy shows up at Florida, and then all the NIL money's already gone, so his fallback's Arizona State. Good Lord. So you, what do you do, get on a Southwest airline and then fly out there, and, hey, I'm the new quarterback? It was an absolute embarrassment, and th- this could further undermine Billy Napier, does anybody think that he'll be the coach at Florida in 2025? Anybody? Anybody? Is there a more obvious hot seat in the nation? Certainly not the SEC in the nation than Florida.
1: No, um, and Napier made it worse by saying he did not expect an NCAA investigation. How did you not expect an NCAA investigation? when Uh, okay well i'll defend him a little bit because you don't know what the rules are well yeah and they're not clear on it that's fair what's the reason i laugh by the way is because do you guys remember the college admission scam a couple years ago where celebrities were bribing colleges to accept their kids yeah and uh yeah one of them came out and said uh i just couldn't have my kid go to arizona state (laughs) arizona state was thrown under the bus i do recall (laughs) that but but Yeah, getting Josh Dawes. By the way, was committed to Arizona State before he committed to Tennessee. But yeah, yeah. And getting getting back um,
0: to and getting back to Florida or being a Tennessee fan, you know, I've Saban gone. Florida's in complete disarray. Georgia's Georgia, but I don't think they're as unbeatable as they've been in previous years when they were incredibly uh, uh, elite up front defensively. Um, So things have gotten a whole lot easier for Tennessee in the past week or so. Uh, and other schools in the SEC. Who else would a Florida debacle help? Miami, Florida State, Georgia. So likes – more. Okay. Well, I let me throw some. Let me let okay. me throw some more at you. Georgia, um, they do like to recruit in that area. That's basically the reason they have the largest cocktail party. That and the boosters' power that live in that Southern Georgia area. They have that game in Jacksonville. So maybe it helps Georgia. I don't think South Carolina is in a position where it could help them in recruiting. So other than Tennessee, who does it help the most?
1: Georgia. And actually it helps Alabama who also likes to recruit Florida. I'm sorry, but Tennessee also plays them. I mean, we need to combine that. Does it help? Not every year. More? It's not, it's, they're not going to play That's each other true. every year in, in the future. Yeah. Um, I don't think Florida's an annual rivalry. I'll say this. This is what's so intriguing about this. Yeah. It's Georgia and Alabama. And here's why guys. The ACC is – I keep telling you all this. The deal is so bad. Florida State and Miami are going to fall so far behind, Dave. And Dave, I kind of think Florida – I kind of think they're stuck in that deal. Oh, my gosh. And I I saw someone say USF. No, it's not USF. It's UCF. Central Florida benefits the most. They're about to be a bigger school in Florida than Florida State or Miami, a bigger football program than Florida State or Miami. They're in a better conference, and the payout's going to be good. Central Florida – is a potential national title contender in five to 10 years. That good. I think it
0: does help, uh, golish with South uh, Florida still stuck in the group of five though. That's true. But I mean, it doesn't hurt.
1: Um, it helps UCF the most though. UCF is a power five school now, and they're in a better conference than Florida state and Miami. UCF is going to be a better program than Florida state and Miami in five years. I mean, that's just a fact. Do you really believe that? Yes. Yes. And you can go by history, but Dave, don't forget before Howard Schellenberg in Miami, Miami was a laughing stock of a program in football. Florida it was State Miami. Bobby
0: Bowden was a women's school. Like
1: yes, exactly. Um, they Florida almost, never they almost won an SEC title.
0: They almost disbanded football. I know you know this, but a lot of our listeners might not.
1: Florida never won an SEC title until Steve Spurrier. What happened, and for those who don't know, Florida exploded in population in the 50s and 60s with the invention of air conditioning, and all those kids were 18. All all the kids that were born after their parents moved there turned 18 in the 80s. That's really what happened in Florida. Well, you're now seeing UCF. I, I think UCF is going to end up being a better program than Florida State and Miami because Florida State and Miami are trapped in the ACC and they can't get out. They, they, they lock themselves into a bad deal with the ACC and they can't survive. And UCF is going to scoop up those players and UCF like Florida is centrally located. So they can get South Florida and panhandle talent. I
0: still think it helps Tennessee, um, as much as UCF, given what Tennessee has to, to offer, um, I haven't been on UCF's campus in a while, but you you and I talk about how facilities are pretty much equal across the elite programs on the board. I have trouble believing they're elite at UCF. Elite customer. Oh, they are. Danny
1: White. You should ask Danny White about that. Danny White. He put a hot tub in the stadium. They built a new stadium like five years ago.
0: We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about hot tubs in the stadium. Uh, Elite customer service still matters, and that's what you get with State Farm agent Don Self and his team. They take customer service seriously. 423 296 2126. If you're in the Chattanooga area, it's right down below. Go to donself.net, donself.net. Don and his team will take care of you. That uh, man, he's been in business for over 40 years. Uh, take care of him. So, what, what else do the Vols need to happen? Kirby Smart to get hired by the Falcons? Is that pretty much it? <laughs> Would that sealed the deal? Make the trio?
1: It certainly helped. I, I, let, I want to get back to Florida real quick, though, with this. with Rashada, do you think Florida's going to get on probation for this? Do you think they're going to get a bowl ban? Do you think the NCAA is going to flex its muscles? No, because I don't think they have any
0: muscles, but I think it hurts them enough in recruiting to get Billy Napier fired.
1: That's probably – and do you think they kept it quiet because they didn't want to get hurt in recruiting? Do you think that was the biggest reason? Yes. I could see that. I mean, at this at this stage, this is – I mean, I think know, they to –
0: they probably tried to drag their feet till after the second national signing day, would be my guess.
1: We laugh at Billy Napier. We do, because he's not detail oriented. But Dave, can we be fair to him and say that it's you're only as good as as your as the competency of your NIL collectives. And you talked about it two years ago. Florida had the most incompetent NIL collective ever put together. And right. it was actually because didn't who who was it you said? It was a former baseball player that we were talking about that kind of realized like. Because you were at SEC Media Days in 2022 before I joined uh, Off the Hook, guys. And Dave came back and said that he had heard that Florida's NIL was totally incompetent and, uh, and awful. And then one of my first mentions on the show, within a month of that, I said, well, according to On3Reports, Florida's got an epic NIL collective. And Dave and I were both like, there's a gap here. How do they have a top five collective when, a, when, when you were at SEC Media Days, you were hearing it was incompetent a month earlier? Well, then we find out a former baseball player quickly cobbled everything together for them to try to run this collective and basically reported that they had more money than they had. And they, they, they had not communicated properly. If this was a business on Wall Street, everybody would be going to jail for cooking the books, basically. This is Wolf of Wall Street.